Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Did you see that bullshit on Friday, Kat? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Boy! Only after the fact. Doug Ford. You lovable son of a bitch, Doug. What are you doing to us? Doug Ford has got a terrible habit lately, everyone, of of doing news conferences on a Friday where he gets a little casual and carefree at the end. We used to refer to it as off-script Doug, and he did it again, and I don't mind it. I actually love it. I think it's cute seeing a, a human side of the premiere. But could you please fucking do this shit on a Thursday so that we can talk about it on a Friday and not have to wait three days? God damn it, Doug. What are you doing to us What here? are you doing? You know. You know what we like. You know what we like, Doug, and we want more off-script Doug. Let's go to Friday. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Hold on one second. I have a new theme song here. Okay? There you go. There you go. That's the new theme song for Ontario Electric Avenue. And we're going to build it right across our province. And I won't quit my day job to be a dancer, that's for sure. Okay, thanks, everyone. Oh, dear, Doug. I love it. Uh, hey, we're electrifying buses, but we're not just ele- buying electric buses. We're taking some of the old buses and we're making them electric instead of combustion gas engine. Hmm. That seems like a fairly practical thing to do. If they've got to go electric, we don't need to throw out the old ones. Let's electrify them. My question is, when are they going to make a starter kit available for me to flip, like, my my Ford Escape into an electric and, and for regular people to flip their little Honda Civic into an electric? Could that happen? Or is this only for big commercial vehicles? Oh, I mean, big commercial vehicles, the bigger the commercial vehicle, the higher the price tag for that shell. Let's just call it the shell of it, right? And, and even the insides, too, I suppose. Um, so that makes a little more sense, I think. It's probably not worth the money to do that to a car that's not it doesn't have the same value, I would imagine, but I don't know. Maybe it could happen. Maybe it could. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After 9. It is a brand new week. It is going to be beautiful, and there is a lot that we want to get to in this half hour. So uh, strap in and let's go. Did the Toronto Maple Leafs get screwed on Friday night? Yes. I think they absolutely yes. did. Yes. That was a goal. Like, I don't... I. The I don't know what else to say other than I think that it's there's a lot of powers working against Toronto and there yes. has been for a long time. But when stuff like this happens, it's just like, come on, we've seen it before and we've seen it too many times. And it's I would love to hear the truth because I feel like when you're a player in the NHL on the on the Leafs, I mean, specifically here or not even like there might be some players who are out, not in not even in contention right now watching that going, what in the actual F? Yeah. And I hope I wish that everybody stepped forward and said that and called it out. Like, where's the outrage? Like, other than from Leafs fans. Like, I'm not seeing it and hearing it. And that's the part that's so disappointing to me is, like, no one's saying anything? Are we trying to be politically correct inside the NHL? Like, I don't understand. It's messed up. I would love to assume that everybody here knows what went on. But in case you don't, 
quick recap. Leafs scored a goal. It was a goal. It went over the goal line. And we know that because we can now see it on many different angles that it did cross the line. And the NHL seems to hate Toronto. They seem hell-bent on making sure that Toronto never gets a Stanley Cup. They don't even want us past the second round. Mm -hmm. I think throwing us into the second round this year was really like sticking a soother in a baby's mouth. They don't want us to win. Not right now, anyway. So we've got a goal that they said, well, they didn't even call it a goal. On the ice, it wasn't ruled a goal. I'm remembering that, right? No goal? No. So they went to the review. The review shows it over the line. But then they argue, oh, okay, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it did cross the line. We, we admit it did. But it didn't cross the line before the whistle. So, ha, uh -huh, it doesn't count. And apparently no one can find a replay that has audio to hear when the actual whistle went. Which, but riddle me this. I call bullshit on that. It's 100% bullshit. You mean to tell me that with at least three referees on the ice, there might even have been four out there, at least three refs on the ice, unlimited HG or HD video feed here from multiple mm -hmm. angles. And you guys can't figure this out. Mm -hmm. How in 2023 in an NHL playoff game, an elimination game in Toronto, the heart of it all. How does a goal get disallowed when everybody in plain sight could see that it was over the line? It's a different game if that happens. It's a totally different yeah. game. Leafs get momentum on their side. Crowd gets into it. Florida gets frustrated. We see how this goes. Now, does that mean Toronto would have come back and won two more after that? No, not necessarily. But they might have. They'd still be alive. They would have played last night, game six. Yeah. It's shit it's that shit. we keep getting screwed like this. It sucks. And I mean, everybody can see it. Like you said, other people in the NHL must be able to take a step back and say, Yikes, that's the wrong call. And how did that happen in a playoff game, an elimination game in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, you'd think that you'd hear more, but then I'm wondering like if they're afraid to speak out for certain reasons. And that makes me more uh, like thinking that there's something else going on here. I don't know. Okay, they lost. Fine. What the hell are we going to do with our lives now? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what a weekend, Kat. Friday night, Leafs got eliminated. Ugh. Not what I wanted, but all right, whatever. Saturday night, Toronto Rock, blown out by Buffalo. I saw that. That was, oh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I know. What an embarrassing game to be on TSN. Shit. In any case, <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I mean, there's, there's, I think I can explain it. I'm not going to get into a lacrosse explanation here. I think I know what went, ha what went wrong and what happened. It's a shitty ending. Really, really is, because they probably would have won it all if they could have got by Buffalo. Buffalo, who they blew out just a couple weeks ago, in Hamilton. So what happened there sucks, but the Rock are out. The Leafs are out. Yesterday, was watching my son's game on TV. They lost. Fuck. Mm. They blew a five-goal lead. Oh, lost no. by a goal. Oh, no. With seconds left. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself all summer, Cad. There's really nothing on TV anymore. Well, at least you, there's, at least you got golf. You got golf. And we can I've watch the Jays. We could watch the Jays for sure. I ended up at a friggin' fish funeral on Saturday. A fish funeral. Mm -hmm. This is a literal thing, like an actual a, fish. It's not my fish. I don't have a fish. My my kids when we go over to my brother's house feed the fish, and and his name's King Jaws, and he's a small King little guy. Jaws. Yeah, he sounds big. Kids he's name small. It? He's small. Yeah, of course. I don't know if they named it or if someone else named it because initially it was someone else's fish. It's a weird story. I I, 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 I got to get them to clear up what happened there, but I guess it belonged to somebody else, and then they took it in. 
and had it for the last three years. Anyway, it started to like swim like upside down and shit recently. So my sister-in-law knew something was up. Uh-oh. But I got a text on Friday that was like, what are your plans tomorrow? I was like, I don't know. I'm here, there and everywhere. You want to get together? Like, yeah, actually, we'd like to like invite you to a, a funeral for the for the fish. I was like, oh, we're doing this, are we? So you know what? It was a neat little life lesson, I suppose, for kids. Life and death lesson at the same time. And oh, one thing I forgot to mention. It was an open casket, which was off-putting. For a fish? Yeah. Oh. Were you warned in advance or was it just no. walk into the room and surprise, walked there's in, a dead fish? Walked into the kitchen. It yeah. was still partially frozen because they left it in the freezer for the last couple of days before the funeral. Oh, dear. So it They was, didn't even <laughs> thaw it before the funeral. Wow. Wow. So it was like a frozen fish in a box. It was weird. Uh, it was weird. But anyway, so that's how I spent my Saturday. And then my Sunday was lovely. Uh, Mother's Day. I just want to say, by the way, so many listeners, so many podcast listeners messaging me saying happy Mother's Day. That's very, very sweet. I hope all the moms and everybody um, celebrating had a very happy Mother's Day as well. And, and you did, just to confirm? I did, very much so, yeah. Love was great. that. Okay. Yeah. I was at the mall on Saturday. I had to, oh, yeah? uh, I wanted to buy something from the dog for my girlfriend because she's basically the dog's mom. Sure. And I, I fell into the trap. I was at Maple View Mall in Burlington. And God damn it, they know how to sucker you in. It's almost like they've got a, a don't know what else to buy you section where they've got the Nespresso store and they've got the uh, Sage store and stuff like that. And if you can't come up with anything to buy someone, well, these these stores right here will just, they'll have something. They must between the two of them. Of course. So I walked into Sage, so helpful. I got the apothecary kit with all the different roll-on essential oils for oh, when you've got a so nice. yeah. headache, I anxiety, uh-huh, that sort uh-huh, of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and a couple more uh, essential oils for the diffusers because we've got a lot of them. And, and that's great. That was good. Then I went to the Nespresso store. I love the Nespresso store. I think they're a bunch of dicks. You know why? Why? Because it's one-on-one. Otherwise, and then you wait outside. If it's Is that why? No. Is it that? So all I wanted to do was I wanted a mug, very much like that one you've got right there in right, front of you. Yeah. I wanted their tumbler yeah. and the Nespresso branded one. And I wanted to pick up some Nespresso pods. She said, okay, well, which one? I said, do you have like a sampler pack or something like that? No, we don't have those. They don't do that. And I said, oh. You asshole. I said, no, this is the thing, right? Because they, they won't just answer your question. They're going to make you feel like an asshole for asking. That seems to be the MO for the Nespresso store. So I'm like, don't you have like a sampler pack? And she said, no, we don't have those. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you do because I had one. It's a little black box and you lift up the lid and it's, it's got all kinds of different ones in it. Yeah. When Can- you buy a, when you buy the Nespresso machine, they do have that, but for some reason, do they not sell it? No, they don't sell it. Oh, it's only when you buy the machine, you get it. Right. And uh, they treat me like an asshole for not knowing right, that. Right, right. So I'm like, all right, so. They should sell it. They should. Absolutely. Lots of people would like to try a little bit of variety so they can decide what they want to want. But no, Nespresso's like, bend over assholes, because if you want a coffee, you're buying 10 of them. Yes. In all fairness, they let you try anything you want in the store, though, so you can taste test. But I don't want it in the store, and it's not my taste. I'm buying it for somebody else. All I want to know is, can I get a couple of maybe a French vanilla and then throw in one of your fucking cold ones there and uh, uh, a couple of different kinds of coffee, some lattes and shit. I'll let them decide what they like, yeah. and then I'll buy them more. Nope, can't be done. Cannot be done. You have to come into the store and try it. But I'm here now, and I want to spend money. I don't want to try it. It's not for me. Just let me buy shit. Nope. Minimum 10. 10? <laughs> what if they don't like it? Now we're back to the other problem again. 
a gift card, I guess, would have been the best option there. It I, I know be that because hard. I agree. No, I, I agree with you. They should have more variety. I'm surprised they don't sell that. I figured they did sell that thing actually. Um, what did you end up doing? Did you just buy like a few boxes of different varieties? No, I wasn't going to do that because so I don't know if she's going to like them. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I ended up buying the mug and saying, "Fuck off!" I'm. I'm Congratulations! You just blew a sale, and probably a regular customer. I'm not. I have no interest in going back there. I don't even use the fucking thing. I have a real espresso machine. She uses it at work. If you ever go to the Nespresso store with someone who doesn't have an espresso, it's a fascinating, fun time. Like they're so confused with what's going on. It's great. I've I've been there before, where I was there with a friend, and I was first I was dropping off pots. So they've got a recycling program, which I really love. You put you put all your pods in the bag, and then you drop it off there at the store, or you can ship it whatever your choice is. I have one really close to my home, so I just bring it there when I go. So first I do that, and then you have to wait in line because they're one-on-one there, for those who don't know. Like, you cannot enter the store unless there's a person that's there for you. That's their service mode. Like, they are talking to you. You are the only customer that they're talking to. So if there's four people working there, there's four customers in the store. The rest of you are waiting outside. And my friend tried to just walk in, and I couldn't help myself but laugh because she just walks right in. And the person like, excuse me, and like stops her. <laughs> Probably the same person you talked to. Probably. It's like, excuse me, you. there's a line. And she pointed, and I knew. So I'm outside the store just watching. And she's like, you fucking knew that, didn't you? I'm like, of course I did. I just wanted to see what happened. If you just walked in willy-nilly, all like, I'm just going to browse. And then once my husband, once my husband touched a shelf, like touched one of the drawers underneath the counter. Right. Don't do that either. They're very picky about how they do and don't he, want you to shop in their store. He got in trouble. Like, they were like, do not touch the drawer, sir. Let us know what you want to see. He's like, well, fuck me, right? That's the thing. The whole experience at it's the Nespresso hilarious. store was like, I don't get it. Do you want me here? Do you like my money? I'm willing to give it to you. I mean, I think it's so funny. I, I don't know. I'm used to it now, so I just, whatever, I go with the flow. It's like when the first time you order at Starbucks, right? Like, you got to, it's grande. It's not a medium. You asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Like getting used to all that stuff. It's kind of like similar to that where they just have a certain way of doing things and you just kind of got to roll with those punches. Well, why don't they put up a sign outside that says, first time here, please note the rules. Like when you go into a public pool or something like that. (laughs) Please shower before you enter this place. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. I don't know. I don't know. In any case... uh, not a pleasant experience, Nespresso. I mean, I really like your machine, and no. any coffees I've had from there seem to be fine. I it's love just it. I don't understand how you can get away with being that rude. It is. That is. I'm sorry that you had a bad experience. That sucks. I do like their coffee. That's the best. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I want to uh, I want to talk quickly here about thieves that make it easy for cops to catch them. 
I've got two great examples here. We're going to start off with one. This is from the city of Kitchener this past weekend. Police found two men asleep in a parking lot in a car that they had just stolen earlier. Oh, (laughs) you idiot. (laughs) So around 2 a.m., these dipshits carjack a vehicle, and they went to the Dundas and Franklin area, pulled into a plaza, and said, good time to sleep one off. Well, when you see two men sleeping in a vehicle in the middle of the night, that raises suspicion. Somebody called the cops, so the cops roll up. Eh, What's going on here? Why don't you guys get out of the car for a second while we figure out what's going on? They knew at that point the car was stolen. So they've already got these idiots here for stealing a car. Then they search the car. Oh, what's this? We got a taser. Why would they have a taser? To protect the massive amount of drugs they had in the car. Well, that's another charge. Oh, let's look into the driver a little bit here. Huh, look at that. He's impaired. He's driving impaired. There it is. And his license was already suspended for impaired. Idiots. All because they pulled into a parking lot and decided to take a nap. A woman in California facing her fourth DUI after she was arrested for driving drunk in the Taco Bell drive-thru and refusing to leave the lane. Now, I would think that if you've already been convicted on three Deweys, you would probably do your level best to maintain a low profile. You don't want to draw attention to yourself, but Demetra Bailey here says that she had every right to be there. At this Taco Bell location in Bakersfield, authorities were called to the restaurant after witnesses reported Bailey appeared to be driving drunk and refusing to leave. Officers approached her vehicle, knew that she had three previous DUIs. That's when she put her car in reverse and drove over the curb. Her vehicle got stuck on the curb. She beached it. She tried to flee on foot. Officers were faster. They caught her less than 100 meters away. It was later discovered she was driving with a revoked license. Those those people you just mentioned definitely couldn't hack it in an espresso store. No. <laughs> wow. Like no, seriously though, how stupid do you have to be? Like, and the fact that that person even had a car, they're pos- like that sucks. That sucks that there's people like that out there. Like just just could hurt anybody at any time. Being so stupid. This next one is uh, I don't know how this is gonna go. Do you remember during COVID? And we were all, every day, it was, well, why is this rule like this and that rule like that? And nothing made sense, right? Like, it was way too dangerous to go into Dollarama, but you could go into (laughs) uh, this store or that store, no problem. It was all messed up. And we know that there were some churches who were very passionate in their conviction that people should be allowed to pray. Yeah. Two of them in particular, the Trinity Bible Chapel and the Aylmer Church of God. I remember these stories, yes. They were found guilty of a couple of different things, and now they've decided we're taking our appeal right up to the top. During COVID, Trinity Bible Chapel was fined $200,000 for holding in-person services during the stay-at-home order. Aylmer Church of God fined nearly $300,000 for holding an outdoor drive-in service that violated gathering limits. Remember back then when, Mm -hmm. oh, fuck, COVID's in the air, and oh, my God, if you go outside, you're going to die. Stay in your home. Don't (laughs) breathe if you go outside. I remember, yeah. So they're going to appeal, and they're going to argue that the province incorrectly 
restricted religious gatherings at 15% while allowing retail to operate at 50%. Right. I understand the argument. I completely do. But given hindsight, where we are in 2023, compared to back then, the church was right. They were right. This was not a major threat. This was not a major danger. Doing it outside where people are in their own vehicles, that was perfectly safe. Nobody was in any danger. But at the time, when they were still trying to figure out all these contradicting rules, people didn't know that. Oh, well, it'll be dangerous to have people going out and driving in and the cars are within six feet of each other and... (laughs) That car could sneeze on that car. (laughs) We all remember that that bullshit. We do. So now that we know, oh, yeah, doing a drive-in service was perfectly fine. They said it was fine. Public health disagreed. Now even public health acknowledges, yeah, that was actually the safer way to do it. Should they have their fine revoked now? Should the court say, Mm -hmm. you know what? You shouldn't have done it, but you were right. We were wrong or the government was wrong, so you don't have to pay the fine. Could you see something like that happening since it turns out they were right all along? I mean, I, I, I hope so. I hope so. Because we know what we know now. And it sucks. I don't know if they're going to like go back to, well, too bad. At the time, it wasn't. like it's, it's kind of the argument that we always make when it comes to drugs, right? I yeah. mean, drugs were illegal at one point and people got in trouble for them. I know it's different. It's not apples to apples. But I just think about something like that where now it's okay to possess a certain amount of weed and these people are there's people out there still jailed for for that right. for example because right? or, when they did it it was illegal correct or they have it on their record right maybe they're not jailed but they have it on their record so i i, I don't I, I mean i don't know what the answer will be i don't know what they'll come up with but boy i hope they at least loosen it and f- figure something out well yeah. i think we're in, in a stubborn situation here and, and by stubborn i mean this we know that the church did nothing wrong Nothing wrong by holding a drive-in prayer service. That's the thing. It was a drive-in, too. Like, come on. But at the time, you it, remember. Well, you weren't allowed. Yeah, I know. It's true. It's true. Well, that's what that's what you fight with in your mind. It's like you, there's right and wrong in that moment. And if you know it's wrong and you do it, you should get in trouble for it. But today we know different. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. It's a weird one for me. Today it's about justice. Yeah. I think it should be about justice. And in hindsight... Justice would be best served by not making this church pay that fine. That would be just because even though they did act in contravention to the provincial orders at the time, they were right. It never was dangerous. I have a feeling, though, that the government is still going to push tooth and nail to have this upheld just in case the next pandemic comes along. They don't want people going out then and saying, uh, well, I don't think this one's dangerous either. And I'm going to hold a church service. You'll see three years from now. I was right. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. I just think that a right should be right and wrong should be wrong. And in this case, they were right. They were wrong to break the law, but they were right. I I hope that there's a compromise here. Maybe a don't do it again, but maybe in the future, because we know there will be future pandemics, maybe we could all get on the same page and acknowledge that eh, the government doesn't necessarily know what the hell they're talking about either. Public health was wrong about a lot of this shit, and maybe we shouldn't all be forced to take their word for it while we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Maybe that's a compromise. I'm curious to hear what you think of this. What's more important, publicity or integrity? Publicity or integrity. Okay, explain a little more. You've heard of this uh, shower review guy who reviews different foods while he's in the shower? No. Is oh, that a thing? He, he's quite popular, actually. Really? He's got a lot of followers. So it started off with, uh, what was the first thing he reviewed? I'm going to see here. 
Uh, I can't find it. It was something small. He gets in the shower, he eats, and he talks about the food. So because he's getting so much attention now, he's decided he wants Gordon Ramsay to cook something for him so he can take it in the shower and review. Mm. And while this might actually be good publicity for Gordon Ramsay, he'd be trying his food out on an influencer, there's an integrity issue here. Yep. You're a professional chef, and that Mm-mm. fucking naked guy in the shower wants you Mm-mm. to make him a, a I don't know, a, a Wellington to eat in the shower. No. No. He, he's got to say no to this, right? Of course. Right? By the way, food should never be in the bathroom. There's no reason for food to be in the bathroom. It's gross. Why would somebody do that? Like, is it a, co- a time-saving thing? Like, no. I got to eat breakfast and I got to have a shower. Time no. to combo them up. I mean, okay, so I say no, but maybe. Maybe there are people who seriously run that behind that they're like, nah, I'm going to pop this Pop-Tart in my mouth and have a shower at the same time. <laughs> Try not to get it wet. Like, it's fucking weird. I just, th- like, food shouldn't be in the bathroom. Like, period, the end. The only thing that I would say is maybe like a glass of wine in the bathtub. That I can understand. Or drinks in a jacuzzi or something. If that's, that's the only thing thing that could be consumed or beer or shower beer I suppose so liquids aside I, I food doesn't need to be there why are we eating food he got a lot of attention though like people well, yeah, are doing dumb shit to get followers of course, because it's weird that's why it worked for this guy yeah he's Go- doing it on purpose because it's weird but daily we don't need to be doing this is all I'm saying Re- we, don't, we don't need to be following in these footsteps reputable chefs namely the Gordon Ramsay's of the world you don't need to do this. You don't need to send this guy one of your scallops just to see what he thinks it tastes like in the shower. It doesn't need to happen. Uh, part of his MO, though, is we all know that in the shower, your pores and your your nose, your sinuses tend to open up a little bit more. So you do have a better sense of taste and smell in the shower. That's part of the reason that he does these shower reviews. What do we think of this guy? He's wondering if he's an asshole from Reddit. Charges his girlfriend about 50 bucks a year. Because he's the one who handles all the bills in the household. (laughs) He and his girlfriend live together. They've decided that he will be the one to take the lead and make sure that the hydro bill and the phone bill and the gas bill and all those things get paid. He thinks that much like a bank would charge you a service fee or a convenience fee for doing a service, he thinks he's entitled to the same. This takes up a decent amount of time every month. He took 50 bucks from her. That's a service charge. She found out about it. Says, that's bullshit. I want my money back. Who's in the wrong here? Him. Him? No, of course. Yeah, he's a he's a Like, scumbag. like, first of all, he never told her to. Like, he just like sneakily just took some extra money and thought, well, I'm entitled to it. What does she do? <laughs> I would love to know what job she does around there. They live together. So whatever. I'm sure she cooks. She cleans. She probably does all kinds of things. Is she charging fees for that? No, I don't like, think so, Kat. Eh, that's a very like holier than thou. Like I'm, I'm the one that's doing this. That's not a team. You're not a team player. You're supposed to be a team. You don't go behind her back and take money from her. That's that's just that's ridiculous. That's that's a red flag. That's a big red flag. Thank you for saying that. That's a huge red flag. It's a special kind of relationship that doesn't want to split things evenly or to split things based on your skill set. Yeah. In my household, my girlfriend takes care of all the bills. She pays everything from the the phone bill to the the property taxes. And she does that because she lost. 
when we moved in together and compared various skill sets, she's a lot smarter than I am. And she used to work <laughs> at a bank. So this makes perfect sense. <laughs> she lost because she's smarter, poor thing. On paper, I'm not actually qualified to do anything. Right. It's amazing I even have access to the bank well, account. That's, and that's the whole <laughs> <laughs> But that's the whole part of a relationship. You're absolutely right. It's figuring out what you're good at. Maybe it's about what you're good at. Maybe it's more about what you like to do. Like some people actually enjoy organizing finance finances. Like I actually, I don't mind it. Like I like it. I'm organized. I know exactly what's supposed to come out when. And so I do it all in my house too. There's things that my husband does that I'm not interested in doing and he takes over, right? Like that's what it should be about. You know, we charging people for shit. You're charging people for stuff that would be so messed up when you're in a relationship with them. Anyway, so yes, to answer your question, the guy's an asshole. Did you see mutts and martinis that I shared on Instagram and Twitter this weekend? So I heard you talk about it, and that sounds pretty cool. Uh, actually, I have some follow-up questions, though. It does sound cool initially, but then I wonder about it. I think this is brilliant, guys. End of the month, down in St. Petersburg, Florida, brand new business is going to open up. These people are geniuses. And I think that there's got to be an entrepreneur somewhere here in this area that can take this idea and run with it. Now, there are some things that need to be ironed out. I can tell by the look on Kat's face, so let me get to it. It's called Mutts and Martinis. It's a dog water park. Basically, they have a pool. They got a whole bunch of fountains and things spinning. It looks like a splash pad meets a, a shallow pool. That's cool. Meant for the dogs to go and have a swim, especially on those hot Florida summer days. Great. For the parents of the dogs, the people, a full bar with happy hour, appetizers, drink specials. Basically, you can sit there and have a few beers while your dog is having the time of its life and then everybody goes home happy. Yeah. The reason I think this is brilliant is this. I had to look it up. I thought, well, how many households in Canada actually have a dog? I was shocked at how much. Mm -hmm. More than 50% of Canadian households have either a cat or a dog. 35 plus percent of Canadians have a dog in their household. Think about how many dogs that is as pets. There's almost as many dogs as there are young children. And when you look at all the places that you go to shop for young children, there are just an endless list of stores for kids. I can think of like three major ones off the top of my head for dogs. PetSmart, uh, Wren's, and... Uh, Pet Value. Pet Value. There you go. There's hardly anything for dogs, and there's certainly no entertainment. So as someone who walks my dog four times a day minimum, sometimes five, I'd love to have more options for places that I could go with my dog for the dog. For example, when I'm done the podcast, I'm playing golf this afternoon, but I got to go home first and take the dog for a walk before I do that. Wouldn't it be great if there was a place where, I don't know, I could go and sit and have a few beers with my buddies while the dogs all swim and play? I think that'd be great. Sure. You can take the dog golfing? Should we start doing that? Well, I do think courses, if you've got a well-behaved dog that'll stay close to you or come when called, I think you should be allowed to take your dog to the golf course. Great exercise surrounded by nature. There's some great websites, by the way, just, just so people know. And, and hopefully you know about the Scott, and if you don't, there's a lot of websites that show you all the pet-friendly places that you can possibly imagine in your city. I'm a member of Bring Fido. Good. Okay, so there's a few of them. There's pet, I think, if I'm not mistaken, petfriendly.ca is also, I know they do hotels. But it is it is interesting when you do, because you may not also notice. I, for example, just yesterday, I went for 
uh, sorry, the other day, I went for coffee at a place that was pup friendly. So you could bring in your dog to have a coffee. And it was like a mom and pop shop kind of thing. And I thought that was really, really sweet too. And I thought, yeah, more places should do stuff like this. So there are places who do offer you to bring your dog in and with you. As long as they're well behaved, I think it's totally fine. But it is amazing how many don't. And I suppose you you do make a good point there. The outdoor stuff for dogs, right? I mean, more of that kind of stuff here would be great. Because there's the do- we got the dog parks and stuff. But not everyone has water even available to the dogs. It's true. There should you know? be minimum standards for dog yeah. parks, you know, especially when I don't think any you of us. You bring your own, blah, blah, and you should. I Absolutely. But, I mean, come on, give them a little something extra. I don't know a single person, not a single person who looks at their property tax bill and says, well, I get pretty good value for that. The least they could do is improve the parks a little bit. Is that yeah. not like basically job one for the cities? In any case, there should be more indoor places that you can take your dogs, more places that they can go and play, more places that they can come while adults go and play. Merging the two together, I think this is brilliant. Now, I hope that nobody drinks and then drives home. That would be well, a problem. That would be one of my questions too. Is like if you're walking to the place, and maybe that maybe it really isn't a community where there's a lot of people walking, right? That there's some of those communities that have stores everywhere, and you don't need to get in your car to go there. So if it's close by, and you could walk there with your dog, but even then, I mean, you got to be careful. There's still public intoxication charges. But who's to say? I mean, we say all these things, but it's not like we go and get drunk just because there's a bar, right? There could be a drink. You're just enjoying a beer while your dog plays. You know. And appetizers, food's available, so that's good. That's neat. Hey, don't feel like walking the dog today or it's inclement weather outside? No problem. Go to Mutt's and Martini's. The dogs can still play in an indoor setting. You can have a few drinks. Everybody wins. I don't understand why we aren't doing more for the dog when you look at how much there is for kids, and there's just as many dogs as kids in this country. I think a great side hustle for you is to start coming up with a plan for that and and running it. I just need somebody who wants to invest. Foxes dogs. Foxes dogs. Foxes dogs. If you have about a half a million dollars that you are interested in investing <laughs> into a building with a pool. We have a proposition for you. <laughs> Do we ever. Uh, we didn't even get to touch half the stuff that I wanted to in this episode. And that's okay. It's a Monday. It's a beautiful day. We're going to leave you with the replay of Missed Connections from this morning on the Scott and Cat Show. Also this afternoon and this evening on the Scott and Cat Show. That's right. Have yourselves a fantastic day and we will see you right back here tomorrow. I'm going to quickly mention too, go to our station pages. Your chance to win uh, for Destination Ontario. We're giving away a great Muskoka getaway. We're going to be at Deerhurst uh, Resort on Friday. So heads up, not going to be a podcast on Friday. But we're going to be broadcasting live from there. We want to name you as one of the winners. It's a family getaway. We're actually doing two giveaways on that morning, but you got to go to our website. So it's uh, 915thebeat.com. Um, energy 953radio.ca. Energy 953radio.ca. Uh, fresh 931. I think it's 931 Fresh Radio. I'm still getting used to all the websites. And we changed a few of them, too, to make it even more confusing. Honestly, we did recently, too. But just Google it. Fresh 931. Google Energy 95.3. Google 91.5 The Beat. Enter anywhere there. Uh, Several of our chorus uh, stations are giving it away. You might as well. Go for it. And then you could win that little getaway. Have yourselves a fantastic day. And good luck, everybody. Bye. Missed Connections. Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show. Okay, welcome. This is where we tell you the stories of people looking for other people. Now, they've had an encounter in the past. One of them has decided, I want a little bit more of that. So they put the ad out there online, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. This one is called The Bank Machine. From what I can tell, this is a guy for a girl. We were both waiting in line to use the ATM. 
That's when it happened. A guy in front of us started punching the machine. Whoa. Very hard. I was the one that turned to you and said, get someone? <laughs> and I pointed to the staff inside the bank. They pulled the guy off the machine. I'm not sure what the heck happened. He started yelling in a different language. You and I shared confused looks. I was hesitant to use the machine after him, but you went ahead and asked the bank associate for me if I can still use it. That was sweet of you. You're a young lady, skim with black hair and bangs. We both thankfully got our money out, and then you left in a yellow car. Okay, lazy. You, get someone. <laughs> <laughs> Way Go. to step up in an urgent <laughs> situation. I think that, that that kind of decisive leadership and action is what really impresses the people around you. He actually typed it, get someone? With a question mark. <laughs> get someone? Well, I'm not going to do it. He's punching the machine. Make yourself useful. Go. Uh, as as tempting as it is to punch that machine when you see your balance, yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend you do that. Mm -mm. I uh, I don't know why. He didn't take advantage of this opportunity. Hey, she was right there. She went and got help and asked if it'd be okay if you still use the machine. You should have slid in there and said, hey, why don't we go out and get therapy together after seeing what we just saw? <laughs> I still want to know what happened to this guy. <laughs> I said I want a receipt with check images. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I have never assaulted a bank machine. Yeah, that's a good, you know what? That's just keep that record, Scott. That's I a good one to keep. Don't know what it takes to reach that <laughs> level of frustration and anger, but here we are. This next one is called, oh, I love the way you chew. Man for a woman. You're dark haired and small. You're cute. You were wearing a black cardigan sitting in the food court with a couple aunties. They were too old to be your moms, I think. You were eating bok choy and rice. And I love the way you ate. It was beautiful and daintly. Probably the most I have ever seen someone eat rice and bok choy. <laughs> Forceful yet gentle. Forcefully eating bok choy and rice. And the egg roll at the end. I watched as you plucked every piece of shredded cabbage out one by one and dipped it in your sweet sauce. I'm the guy that was sitting across from you alone trying not to chew my KFC Wicked Zinger box too loud. <laughs> Be quiet, chicken. Be quiet. So darn you, KFC, so crunchy. She's going to see me. She's going to hear me chew. Stop. I was trying not to slurp my Mountain Dew. <laughs> Maybe we can go for a quiet sandwich sometime. What's this guy's deal with food and chewing and noises? It's a weird thing to get that into somebody else eating to the point where you notice every detail about the how they eat. And how can you eat gently but forcefully at the same time? <laughs> Daint daintily eating bok choy and rice. I've never heard of it. Uh, it sounds like a delicious combination. Certainly not uh, diminishing that combo there. I I'm just thinking to myself, I wonder if she noticed at any point this guy's eyes, like, blaring a hole right through her as she's trying to eat her bok choy. I'm sure she did notice you, by the way. I'm the guy sitting across from you alone. I'm sure that didn't look creepy at all with your wicked zinger box. <laughs> 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 that is a good combo. I'm just mowing down. Can I, I, I mean, 
And what's with the plucking every piece of shredded cabbage, well, though? Can we discuss that part? This is the problem, right? I mean, I heard that and I thought, I gotta make a note about that. That's a red flag. Who, is it a red flag? Who deconstructs an egg roll and eats the shreds of cabbage <laughs> one by one? They're trying to make it last. Last no, for what? A week? Yeah, things are expensive right now, you know? You eat it slowly, you try to enjoy it. All I get today is an egg roll and some bok choy. I'm gonna make you, I'm gonna drag it out all day. Forcefully, but gently, I'm gonna <laughs> take this thing out. I'm gonna sit here all darn day if I have to. If they go out on a date and don't go for bok choy and rice, then I give up. I just give up. What, by the way, what is a quiet sandwich? Like tuna fish? Yes, something so, very, very quiet. Okay, like, okay, got it, got it. Egg sandwich. Yeah, like something with like real thick white bread. <laughs> That's a quiet sandwich. I don't get this guy. I don't like him. You're I don't not know getting ancient grains that's quiet. <laughs> I don't like him. He probably went to the ATM after that and punched a machine. <laughs> weirdo, and I don't like it. Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show.